From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Robin Chan with today's voice briefing. It's Thursday, December 21st, 2023. I'm Susan Tompor, and I'm a columnist at the Detroit Free Press. Consumer watchdogs remain on high alert for fake websites that are designed by con artists to rip off consumers. Typically, you might be tempted by a super low price and a great discount. Now we're hearing of an uptick in complaints relating to the sale of fake postage stamps online. Oh, really? Yes, someone online will sell you a 66-cent stamp for 30 cents. You might even see such offers being promoted on social media. Buyer beware. Both the Better Business Bureau and the Post Office say consumers are being tempted and ripped off by such offers. While you can legitimately get very slight discounts on books of stamps at some warehouse clubs, you want to ignore any offers that promise that you can buy stamps for 25% off or 50% off the face value. If you're being sent anything at all by these con artists, you're going to get counterfeit stamps. And it's illegal to use or sell those stamps, by the way. Best bet, buy stamps through the post office or a legitimate vendor. From the Detroit Free Press, I'm Dana Afana. Detroit's parking rules are about to change, and metered parking around Little Caesars Arena will be limited starting next year. The city enforces parking rules Monday through Saturday, but starting next year, it's adding Sunday to the enforcement schedule to catch safety violations like blocking fire hydrants, alleys or driveways, parking at bus stops, or in no parking zones. Metered parking on Sundays will remain free, but there's a catch. The city created new residential parking zones, which are streets dedicated only to residents living in those areas who hold a parking permit for the zone seven days a week. Visitors can park in those streets during certain hours, in most cases from nine to five, but look out for signage. Each zone will be different. And yes, that includes Sundays and holidays. Zones include Cass Park, Selden, Southern Brush Park, and Central Brush Park. Requests came as a result of residents struggling to find parking near their apartments. I'm Andrew Burkle with the Free Press Sports Department. On Tuesday, University of Michigan officials confirmed with the Free Press they have officially received a notice of allegations from the NCAA relating to some potential wrongdoing during a COVID-19 dead period. So you may be asking, what does that mean? Well, this story actually goes back nearly a year. That's when Michigan first learned about the potential trouble when they received a draft notice of allegations. Michigan has been accused of a handful of level two violations, things like having analysts work in on-field roles and having coaches interact with players during COVID. However, the most serious charge relates to Jim Harbaugh, who the NCAA has accused of misleading them, which is a potential level one violation and can lead to a multi-game suspension. If you remember back to the start of the football season, Harbaugh actually served a three-game self-imposed suspension relating to these issues. But the matter was never really fully ironed out with the NCAA, which is why the formal notice has now been sent. Since this all came out, there's obviously been a much bigger scandal involving Michigan football. The Wolverines are accused of running an in-depth sign-stealing saga led by former assistant Connor Stallions. Harbaugh also served a three-game suspension for that matter, which was imposed by the Big Ten while the NCAA continues to investigate. So back to the news today. What's next? The Michigan Brass now has 90 days to issue a written response to the various violations they've been accused of. Once that happens, the NCAA has 60 days to respond to Michigan's response. Aye, aye, aye. If you haven't learned by now, nothing is ever simple when it comes to the NCAA. And going by the typical timeline, we've got at least a few more months before we get a resolution. And that 
is just for these allegations. Find more from the Detroit Free Press on Freep.com. That's F-R-E-E-P.com. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear more from us tomorrow.